Previously on Fantastic Worlds Podcast. Ha ha ha. No, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> Let me try that again. <laughs> you hillbilly. <laughs> you see a long bony claw at first, then quickly followed by the rest of the body of a skeleton. Oh, by the, uh, while she's running under the table, by the way, she's uh, yelling out a, a warning. She's like, undead. Wow, game dad. That was a game dad joke. That was a real game dad joke. Okay, well, I'm below zero. Yeah, and you could see he's like hella pissed. His eyes are like really dilated. His hair's kind of doing kind of like a bristle thing. Oh, Lord. I just saw a lot of names pop up on the turn order thing. Super bruised. She's pretty sure that she's got some cracked ribs and some internal bleeding. And you think you, you're seeing just like a little bit like a little kind of like his canines coming out a little bit. Odessa's just like, well, I'll be damned. That makes everything. That makes so much more sense. Oh, there's fucking wolves now. Ugh. And you see him hum and and he takes his sword and he slams it into ground. And you see this circle of power just flow out. And he goes... This battle's gonna go on and I'm gonna win. Hello, world travelers! Dustin the Dungeon Master here, or as some of you like to call me, Game Dad. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you so much for listening to us. It warms the cockles of mine and everyone else's hearts when you listen to us every week, and I hope you enjoy the show. Um, We put a lot of effort into this, uh, and it is something that I think is only going to get better with time. So stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy all our episodes. Abby and I went and visited Kay in Portland a couple weekends ago, and we have to say we had a fantastic time and had a definite adventure. We all went to Guardian Games, in which I discovered probably one of the biggest tabletop gaming stores I have ever been to. The square footage devoted to tabletop games, board games, magic, and everything else under the sun just blew me away, and how packed that place was. It was a really great time. And got to meet some incredible employees while we were there and got to, you know, see the play, check the place out. I really encourage you, if you're in the Portland, Oregon area, go check out Guardian Games. It's a lot of fun. We also went to Ground Control later that night and had a blast. I don't know if any of you ever heard of this, but imagine a giant arcade for adults, 21 and older, with drinks as far as the eye can see and just as many arcade games to go with it. And everything's pretty cheap there. Like there were a lot of quarter games, a lot of 50 cent games. A lot cheaper than uh, like a David Buster's in the world. And we really had a lot of fun. Uh, you can check it out on our Instagram. You can find a link to that on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Finally, just one small favor to ask you. If you could take a little bit of time and spread the word about the Fantastic World podcast this week, we'd really appreciate it. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone who you think might be interested in this show, or maybe even might not be interested in the show. Maybe they need to discover something new. Help us spread the word on social media. Uh, if you do share us, make sure you use the hashtag World Traveler so we can see it and give you a shout out. We really appreciate all that you're doing for us. And um, like I said, we really cannot do this without you. So please help us spread the word. Um, with that, I bring you episode six, Dead Man's Party. You know, one <laughs> of the most frustrating things as a DM, missing the little things. I can study and prep until the cows come home. But no matter how hard I try, I will miss something that would have solved so many problems. What would that be? I've been kicking myself because you can put out alchemist fire. Yeah, you roll. Yeah. And instead of putting out the (laughs) alchemist fire, I just let him burn for two rounds. I am so happy you didn't remember that. (laughs) I'm very pleased. I was so supportive of that idea. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I would like to state for the record, however, that is on Rokar. It's his fault. I'm not his mom. What a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault his mom put him through homeschooling and he never learned how to stop, drop, and roll. Yep. I think the best way to start today is with a little spoken word from the immortal song by Oingo Boingo. Oh, Jesus. It's a dead man's party. Who could ask for more? Everybody's coming. Leave your body at the door. Leave your body and soul at the door. 
Was I surrounded by zombies? I don't remember that. You are surrounded by zombies, but you, however, not the life of the party. The life of the party is Rokur. And the zombies, they've created a new dance move, the zombie slam. You guys have all been feeling it. I think it's been very impactful on all of you guys in the best possible ways. It has been impactful. See, you say you don't want to be game dad, but then you come out with all of these, like, gross dad jokes and puns, and I'm like... He Dude, really wants to be game dad. You want to be game dead. He was just born oh, that way. <laughs> game dead. Born that he, way. Born that way. <laughs> just imagine the, the sense that the beginning of Thriller, that's that's what senior is. So, I mean, Abraxas, you, you, you want to join this party, right? You want to join this zombie party? Yeah, I'm going to let the bodies hit the flow. Oh. Are you going to rock them till they drop, huh? That's the plan. Well... <laughs> Before we go there, um, we're going to take a little side trip. We're going to start out with a bird's eye view of Heldron. In the early morning, in the distance, a colorful caravan of Arisian nomads are slowly approaching. Once they arrive, the familiar sight of sneers and judgment rain upon the caravan from the local townsfolk. In the background, you hear someone blaming these rogues and tricksters for the sudden onslaught of snow. They are the ones that have brought the curse. It must be their fault and an extremely tall and muscular woman steps out of the caravan. She towers over the local townsfolk as she surveys the scene. If it wasn't for the obvious human features, some may even confuse her for a small giant. Councilwoman Euonia steps forward to greet the visitors in order to try to keep any of the townsfolk from taking their fears out on the Verisians. However, the tall woman, decked out in patchwork of armor and adorned in a variety of colorful hues, doesn't even notice her. In fact, the giant woman's attention seems to be drawn to a homeless man and his child in the alleyway. The Verisian woman approaches, ignoring everything else. The man at first seems fearful of her, but almost immediately calms down, almost as if a supernatural effect was happening. She pulls out of her coat some food and a flask of tea and passes it to the man to share with his child. You see them talking, even laughing a bit. Then the man mentions something and her face goes dark. You see her stand up and say her goodbyes. Only then does she seem to notice Yonia. She quickly approaches and asks a few curt questions. Yonia responds in kind. A few hours later, nearly high noon, we see the same woman looking over the battle scene where Argentea was taken. She heads over to the forest and spends a minute scouting in the dense wooded area. The same dark look that consumed her is now only tinged with concern. Alone, she steps forward and slowly disappears into the border wood forest. Meanwhile, back at the High Sentinel Lodge, our adventures are surrounded by bodies. You were even holding your own pretty well until Roker's turn came up. The stoic figure decked out in blue robes and wearing a heavy fur coat takes his dagger, mumbling a few cantations, and then with all his strength stabs the ground. The zombies you all had been working so hard to kill seem to be reinvigorated with his energy. A sneer appears over Roker's face and he spits out some blood. I don't know about you but I can go all night. I don't know what kind of lodge this was, but everybody in here seems real creepy. I hate everybody in this room, except for the two people I originally came in with. That's sweet of you, honey. <laughs> Including, what's her name that's hiding in the kitchen? Ten... Oh yeah, Ten Penny Ticey. <laughs> She's still here? That freaking coward. I mean... <laughs> that one bitch that's not helping us at all. Literally getting massacred out here. She does not care. Uh, oh, you mean Ten Penny Ticey? <laughs> What had happened is Rokar has just reinvigorated all the zombies. They All the health that they had seemed to have lost has seemed to have been negated. So they are back to where they were at the beginning. Yay. And Odessa, you are up. What are you going to do? So Heather, the bottom of the stairs there, I am going to turn to her and I'm going to try and uh, fill her with some lead. That is a huge miss. I rolled a two, (laughs) so I shot nothing. Is that a misfire? Yes, it sure is. If she comes too close, I can just, like, sucker punch her in (laughs) the head with the butt of the gun. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I thought you had something special where you it just lost a scatter That is the special feature, is that if I misfire, I can just immediately switch it over to the scatter feature, but then if it misfires again, I have to clear it. Oh, check. Okay. That's still pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It is Steven's turn. What is Steven gonna do? I think Steven looks at the scary looking wolf that seems to be doing some major damage, and he's gonna turn around and attack Abraxas. 
Does a 13 hit? No, but technically like it hits like my touch, but my my fur is too thick, so I don't even feel it. <laughs> so let's yeah. just go with no. No. It is, it is it's a straight attack anyway, so it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be touch, it would just be attack. So uh, and Matt is up. So Matt sees Pippa right there, and she's right next to him, so she's gonna give him a little tap-tap slammeroo. And he completely misses with a six. So he goes to slap yes, against yes. He goes to slap against Pippa, and in fact, he kind of like loses his balance, and he slams into the wall behind him instead. Pippa, roll me a perception check. Uh, that would be a fifteen. Pippa, you look out the window, and you kind of see the shadowy figure, and you hear a, ow. Oh. At the same time when you hear that owl, you also hear all of those pots and pans on the porch from the alarm of the trap that you knew was set out there. Somebody has just set off that trap. God knows who it is. Oh, shit. I think someone's about to join the party. More people. Excellent. (laughs) I love people. I don't love people. I especially love undead people. And by love, I think we can just replace hate with love for this whole diatribe. Go for it. So Heather Zombie, uh, her term is up and she starts moving up the stairs ever so lumbering like. However, she doesn't quite make it up to you. She moves just enough to get in your face, but not enough to actually attack. And Abraxas, it is your turn. Abraxas's fur bristles a little bit and he's going to snap up at Steven. Growl at him. Just so messed up. <laughs> uh, that is a 20. That is a definite hit. Oh, crap. Minimum five points of uh, damage. He's looking pretty damaged, but he's still up. He's still going, why? Why? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna, I almost totally forgot that I'm wolfy. I'm going to uh, do a free trip attempt. Ooh. So I forgot all about that. I'm going to drag. I grab hold of his ankle and shake it to bring him down. So that is my combat maneuver bonus is 12. Oh, my CMD is a 14. Ooh. Oh, no. It was a good, it was a good try. It was a good try. Solid try. I totally forgot I could do that. Uh, Shannon is up and she is going to go and slam into Abraxas. Does an 18 hit. Yes. All right. Let's see how she does. Let's see what her damage is. You take six points of damage. All righty. Just for the record, she mad. <laughs> I, would I get an extra um, like defense if I do like the puss and boots eyes where I'm like, no, like little puppy face? No. Axel is up and Axel is going to attack Braxis, uh, Braxis as well. Yeah. What else is new? <laughs> <laughs> Axel zombie does, uh, does a 16 hit. Yes. Uh, you take six points, eight points of damage. Ow! Uh, I want that to be like my text <laughs> ringtone, like when somebody texts me. Ow! Ow! <laughs> Pippa, it is now your turn. Okay, so Pippa super wants to get away from the zombie, zombie Matt. She's going to move into the room that Rokar just vacated. Mm-hmm. So she's going to move. Yeah, and uh, reload her crossbow. That all she gonna do this turn? Oh, actually, you know what? She is going to hide under this table, <laughs> the, the nice. table in the room in here. So she's just going to like run into the room and like slide on her knees with her crossbow like held up against her, just like shoop right under the table, and she's gonna reload her crossbow. What's it like to be that small? <laughs> it's kind of amazing. <laughs> we all know how effective hiding under the table is. I mean, it's the best covered around, apparently. Clearly. Maybe this one will mysteriously break also. <laughs> hmm Somehow. Roker's up. Abraxas, roll yes. me a will save. I will do that. Crap, my worst save. Oh, that's a uh, eight. <laughs> God. <laughs> He's impressionable. He can help it. You all of a sudden feel the chilling effects of being deeply afraid of everybody around you. And you want to flee. Oh, all right, cool. And Odessa, it's your turn. Awesome. All right. So Heather is a little close for comfort for me. I'm a little afraid she's going to bite me and infect me, and it's going to be like 
every other zombie movie. I tried to pick one and I just, there's so many that I was just like, one of them. Where then I turn into a zombie, I don't wanna, she's pretty, I, I don't wanna play that game. So instead of taking the time to quick clear her gun, she is going to take the butt of her gun and hit her in the head and hope really hard that she falls down the stairs. And if this is necessary, I am willing to use a hero point to make it happen. Ooh, ooh. Okay, so the way we're gonna make this work is you're gonna roll your attack and see if that hits. And then on top of that, you are going to make a CMB attack. I will let you do both of those things if it works. Okay, first I have 17. That's a hit. So now against that sweet, sweet CMB, I have a 17. You take your gun and butt it in the head and her entire head flips around to the back. And she's really disoriented for a second. And then you take the gun and you kind of sweep it off and you, you push her off the railing and she falls on the ground. Zombie Heather is dead. Yes! yes! Death becomes her. Did I use a hero point? You did use your hero okay, point. Okay, that's fine. That was a very heroic way to use your hero point. I I'm, approve. I'm just saying there were five zombies and now there are four zombies. Odessa, you did that and that zombie is dead. Heather is dead and zombie Steven attacks Abraxas. He att- he rolls a 20, guys. That's awesome. Oh no! That hits. That no. does hit. He does not confirm though, because he only rolls a three. Oh, well, that's so, good. But he does roll his damage, does and it does eleven points of damage. Oh, I actually take damage this time around. One. <laughs> I'm oh, so sorry. <laughs> he took one point of damage. He's fine. Zombie Matt, however, was watching Pippa, and he does move chase after her at the table, and he is going to try to flip the table over. And let's see if he does that. He does not. He goes to lift and he remembers, I'm a zombie. I don't have a lot of strength and just kind of lumbers back. (laughs) Does that thing where like in the middle of the night where you're trying to slowly feel your way around the house and you just kind of like hip check yourself? (laughs) Does he take any points of damage though? Because I feel like I take points of damage when I try and do things. He does take damage, but he has damage reduction. So he doesn't actually take any damage. Them. The mysterious figure out in the snow is their turn. Jessica, what does Manette do? Manette moves inside the building and immediately sees that there are zombies in the room and takes a swing immediately at the first zombie she sees, which is Axel, with her scimitar. Oh. And that is a 18 to hit. That's a hit. Roll me damage. Five plus three for eight. You did eight points of damage to Axel. Axel falls to the ground. You have murdered Axel. Wow. Welcome to the game, Jess. (laughs) For the second time. What up, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) I love Menet already so, 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 so much. Eat scimitar, bitch. (laughs) All we've needed. Abraxas, this monstrous woman just in one blow took out one of the zombies. You guys have probably spent the last 30 minutes. She just busted through the door, floomp, stabbed it, and then looked at you. (laughs) (laughs) Real question, does Manette know that Abraxas is a a person? No. A where person? (laughs) Roll me a perception check, Manette. Oh God, okay. I have done a terrible thing. I'm so sorry. Ooh, that's a 20 because I actually have a plus one and I rolled a 19. Your quick survey of the scene, you realize that Abraxas is being attacked by the zombies and is probably not a foe. That's Um, animal abuse. Wow. It really is. Um, is I hear that Sarah McLaughlin song playing in my head. (laughs) 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 I start crying. Hey, what happened to my turn? Oh, Abraxas, you're up. Yeah. Okay. So am I under the effects of like fear? Yeah. So you need to run away. Uh, you know what? I know that the kitchen's a safe place because that coward Tacy is hiding in there. So that's where I want to run into. I'm gonna be like scratching at the door. Okay. Manette, you, when you walk in, you see this this wolf who looks very fearful also just take off when you're, as yeah. you come in. Tail goes between my legs. Wait, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. Scratching at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to help. Zombie Shannon who 
sees one of her friends get killed, moves up to go after Manette. And so she moves and she charges in and she attacks Manette. Does a natural 20. Yes, I am on fire tonight. Jesus. <laughs> I don't like that. That is not D- good news. Well, these are not good sounds. Say goodbye to Manette. <laughs> you barely knew. We barely knew. It was so nice to meet you. Does a 15 confirm? Uh, no, absolutely not. Okay, so it's just an attack. I roll my worst. You take a whole three points of damage from the zom- from Zombie Shannon. Still sucks. Pippa, it's your turn. How are you doing under that table? Uh, not good. Not good, Dustin. Pippa, there <laughs> is a zombie mat slamming against the table yes, trying yes, to I get know. to you. I see him. It's very freaky, but Pippa does not possess zombie killing abilities. She She cannot really hurt them very much with her tiny crossbow bolts. So she is going to, I don't know, squeak in panic, but fire at Rokar. Nine. (laughs) That's a nine. That's a sweet, sweet nine. (laughs) That is one sweet, sweet nine. (laughs) It actually flies past him at the angle you're at. It flies next to Abraxas and hits the wall next to him and actually kind of startles him even more. (laughs) There's a a little bit of pee comes out. All right. So she fucking fails to hit him. (laughs) And Roker (laughs) turns around and just, nice try. And he actually doesn't go after Pippa. He does not like healing types, so he's moving over towards Manette. Come get bitch. And he rolls a one, so he completely misses. In the process, he actually hits Steven on accident, and Steven takes two points of damage. Woo! Odessa, it is your turn. So, in an effort to help save this tall, dark, and hot creature that just walked in, who is currently surrounded by three <laughs> mean-looking douchebags, um, I am going to take a shot at Steven. And Abby, I'm so sorry that I'm about to shoot your husband. <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you. It's it's time. <laughs> I have a feeling if Steven was a zombie, he'd want you to kill him. Take me out. No. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be one of those people that's like, I want to be your pet in the basement. Like the like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. He'd, he'd want to keep raging for as long as possible. <laughs> All right. So that's an 18. That's a hit. Roll damage. That is two. He, it just impales into him and lo- kind of lodges in his skin. and doesn't gross. seem to have any effect on him whatsoever. Mm, gross. Yeah, gross. Okay. However, zombie Steven did feel it, and he turns around to look where that came from, and he starts moving towards Odessa. Sure. I mean, that gets one gross creature away from the net. Uh, Zombie Matt goes to try to move the table again, and he is going to roll a strength check to try to flip it. And he rolls a 19. So he definitely flips the table, and the table flips up. If a zombie could smile, he's definitely trying to smile. His part of his lip like falls off. <laughs> you see the muscles trying to move. They can't and like one of the muscles isn't there. And so like half the jaw hangs down. Pippa, she just kind of follows the table going up with her face, just like with her mouth wide open. Oh, shit. <laughs> Manette, you're up. All right. Well, as a swift action, I'm going to lay hands on myself, which does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Just Giggity. So, oh, I rolled a six. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. So <laughs> then I am going to attack Rokar with my scimitar. And I'm doing this two-handed because it doubled, well, not double damage. It's extra damage for that. Bring it. Oh, that is a potential crit, my dude. That is an 18 on the die. So roll me, roll me uh, confirm. I'm so excited about this. That probably doesn't confirm. Uh, 17, does that confirm? 17, you beat it by one. Nice. (gasps) Yes! Fucking yes. Destroy them. Double-handed. That is going to be 1d6 plus 4, which is 6. So that's 10. And then to double that, it's going to be 20. You would have done that with just basic damage. You, he just crumbles to the floor. He is yes. Rokar is dead. So now we can actually kill the zombies. Can Odessa see this happening? Oh yeah. So you see this woman just kind of like put these hands on herself and she glows for a second <laughs> and resonates like with a holy aura around her. And then in absolute anger and fury, I grab my scimitar with both hands, swing around with it and cleave through his head. Nice. <laughs> That, that gives me a lot of joy. <laughs> Odessa 
is going to turn her head just in time to like see the whole thing happen and just be like, Okay, this is fine. I'm fine. Wow, someone just flooded under here. Someone needs some new panties. <laughs> Sploosh. Abraxas, it is your turn. Your fear has subsided. So Abraxas comes back to his senses. Uh, he's pissed. Literally, he had piddled himself. That's messed up. He's angry about that. Uh, <laughs> Abraxas is not outtrained. But now that he's pissed in the oh. Sentinel Lodge, that means it's his, so he's cool with that. Uh, <laughs> when he turns around, the first thing he sees is the Steven zombie. So I am going to charge in there and take a big old bite out of his leg. Roll me an attack. Oh, mother of pearl. <laughs> <laughs> mother of pearl. Tartar sauce. <laughs> That's a 13. That is a hit. Oh, oh okay, my then, gosh. Yeah, all right. Sweet. I'm happy about that. They have an AC of 12. Oh, my right. gosh. Cool. So then that is a total of six points. Zombie Steven is dead. Nice. Yeah, yes. I'm going to sh- shake the leg like it's a little rag doll. Just yeah. pop it off of its socket and shake. <laughs> when you go to grab his leg and shake it like that, his leg actually pops off. Oh, even better. <laughs> Jim just, just like up on my shoulder, like clapping and doing whatever teddy bears do when they're really jamming. Squeaking, but in his head it sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Shannon is up, and she goes to attack Manette. Does a 21 hit? Yes, exactly. Dustin just looks really, really happy with himself. You take nine points of damage. Down to two hits. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Pippa, it's your turn. What are you going to do? You are right up in front, and Matt is about to slam right into you. Okay, Pippa, she's going to try to tumble past him, so it's a little, I don't know, harder to get a grip on her. Roll me in acrobatics. Yeah, that would be a 24. You freaking just tumble past. He's very confused. He's just sitting there, and he's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my brains. And then he looks down, and you're gone, and he turns his head, and you're halfway across the room. So, yeah, you have confused a zombie mat. <laughs> and uh, she's going to take the opportunity, once she kind of gets her, to also just reload that crossbow. Odessa, it is your turn. I just remembered there's a room right next to me that I've just literally been standing next to. Odessa's just going to function on the assumption that it's all dark and hot because she doesn't know her name. Is just going to take care of this and she's going to open the door. Okay. Ooh, interesting. An L-shaped table with many chairs take up most of the floor space in this loft. A second smaller table sits near the entrance and several windows look over the snowy grounds of the lodge. In the southwest corner, a large map hangs on the wall opposite another door on the east. Does Dessa want to do anything in this room? Yeah, can she just kind of like snoop around, see if there's anything of use in here? Yes, she can. The only thing uh, that you notice really of note at this moment is that map that is over in the southwest corner. So Adessa is going to walk over to the map and examine it. So you see upon the map a fully detailed version of the border woods. And what is interesting about it is there is a lot of handwritten additions to it, including almost directly in the center of the border woods is a portal and somebody has marked onto it to Irisen. And you can t- it almost looks like there's was some strategy going on here, like planning where to plant troops and stuff. You actually see the guards that you guys took out earlier. You see the snowman. You see the trap. <sighs> snowman. <laughs> you see some interesting items on the map. Um, and it's not going to lay out everything in detail, but it does give you an idea of where you need to go if you wanted to proceed further into the forest okay. uh, and figure out what's causing the cold. And that's about it. Okay. So, and there's nothing else of interest in the room? You get the idea that this is kind of a planning room for probably Roker. Maybe if this was during the day, he probably would spend the majority of his time here kind of thing. She's good. She's going to hang out in there until her next turn. Zombie Matt is up and Zombie Matt looks around... And he has two options. He looks at Pippa, and then he looks at Manette, and then he looks at all the dead bodies around 
Manette, and then he looks back at Pippa, and he goes and charges, and he goes to attack. Does a 22 hit. Fuck off, Dustin. <laughs> well, that would even hit me. Does a 22 hit you? I'm not scared. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. Um. <laughs> I'm just going to start going, he hits you. Like, you're never going to know what he rolls. <laughs> okay, so she's at zero. Oh, no. So Pippa is very hurt, but luckily it's a variable of good guys attacking as it is Manette's turn. As a swift action, I'm going to lay hands on myself. And that's a six. Jesus. And then I am going to move behind Zombie Matt, take that attack of opportunity from Shannon. And Zombie Shannon completely swipes at dead air and does nothing. And I'm going to attack Zombie Matt, and I'm actually going to power attack. Oh. That is an 18. So that's actually a critical threat with the scimitar. All right, roll a confirm. Except I got, Yay. well, I, it counts right, even though I have a minus one. Correct. Okay, 16. Does that confirm? Oh, you confirm. <laughs> oh, my God. Destroy Thank Matt. Oh, my God. I rolled another six. Okay, so that's 12 points of damage. The last guy, you sat there and took the sword and cut his head off. This guy, you came down from above, and you basically slice zombie Matt in two and both sides of him fall in both ways and Pippa as this happens you see this beautiful tall majestic woman in front of you and it's almost like in slow motion and uh, yes she just saved your life Mass stars. I love being a paladin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've just learned that I love being a paladin. <laughs> you like hear Odessa upstairs when Pippa goes Oh my stars! You hear Odessa just yell, "Dibs!" <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> Abraxas, it's your turn. All right, let's see. Abraxas does this weird thing where, like, the wolf comes up, like, on kind of on his uh, back legs, but he morphs right back into Abraxas the man. And I'm going to combine my move action while taking out the Wand of Cure Light Wounds. And then I'll just, I'll give you a little tap next round there, uh, Pippa. I'm out of action, so we're done. <laughs> I'll get you taken care of. Pippa, I'm out of action. It's like just the wand pauses. <laughs> Literally, it's just like hovering above her like, oh, oh. My action economy. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Zombie Shannon is the last zombie woman standing. She should run. She should know better. (laughs) But zombies don't know any better, and she's going to full out charge Manette. Come get this. And I have a critical threat. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh my God, Dustin. That's a terrible noise. (laughs) Does an 18 hit? No. Oh. <laughs> that made me so incredibly happy. She does take 13 points of damage. How? Nice. Why? Okay, well, I'm prone because I am at negative two. And zombies do 2d6 plus four. Fucking A. Gotcha. All right. Well, that yeah, sucks. Yeah, I'm on the ground <laughs> at negative two. Goddamn. Oh. What an introduction. You see the zombie kind of move back and forth. It's doing like a little like dance. Like, it's like, uh uh-huh. I got some brains to eat. It's almost like it's being possessed by (laughs) I'll let Shannon know that she has just turned into a bloodthirsty murderer. The best zombie of all the zombies. (laughs) She is the alpha zombie. Zombie champion. (laughs) Pippa, you're up. Just barely, though. She's not doing good. (laughs) She's got a crossbow loaded and she's still awake-ish, so she's gonna shoot Shannon in the head. (laughs) Sorry, Shannon. (laughs) That was a 17. That's a hit. Roll me damage. Five points. Shannon gets hits with a crossbow bolt and it does not do a thing. It just sits there and she's like, look at my new art. On my, I've done some body art. She says, oh. Uh, <laughs> nope, she doesn't feel it. Odessa, you're up. Okay, so she's up in that room. She hears some things that make her think that maybe things aren't going well. So Odessa leaves the room, comes back out onto the platform gonna make her shoot zombie Shannon. Sick fuck. Okay. <laughs> shoot your so, lava. <laughs> so Odessa is going to uh she's gonna take a shot at zombie Shannon. 
Oh my god. Oh lord. Is it a, is it a one or a 20? Oh, it's a 20. It's a crit. Okay, roll the confirm. Roll a third time. If you get a third 20, it's an insta-kill. Oh my god. I don't want to. (laughs) But Kay, I'm gonna die. Uh, I rolled a 19. Holy crap. What's your crit rage on your gun? Holy shit. I don't know. I think the world is literally like, kill your partner. That's times four damage, right? Yeah, it is. Roll damage. All right, so uh, I I do 20 points of damage. Zombie Shannon, you completely bypass all her damage reduction and kill her dead. In fact, her whole body just explodes. There's just so much massive damage. The feels right. hit her at just shattered. <laughs> she was made of rotting flesh. I was trying so hard not to shoot her. So thank you. I'm sorry. You guys have survived the, the three separate battles that somehow became one big battle. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh. oh my God. On the plus side, Odessa later on gets to tell Minette about how she saved her life and how glorious it was. And she was so concerned about Minette's life that she exploded a zombie. Minette, who she can't see under the stairs. <laughs> it's fine. She's unconscious. She doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's true. I didn't know that. <laughs> In the immortal words of corn, dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so we had annoying wow. little boy and go reference. And now we have corn. Can we get some Slipknot in here later? <laughs> All right, Pippa gets uh, seven points of healing wand powers. Manette gets four. Thank you, I'm at positive again. I staggered to my feet and I immediately lay hands on myself again for uh, two points of damage. Or, not damage, healing. (laughs) I die again. I drop back to the floor. Fuck! (laughs) I messed up! (laughs) I am bad at my job. Did I ever tell you about, like... I wanted to create a Sherika to uh, cure light wounds because it does one, two, D2 damage. So technically, you can attack like, someone with a Sherikin and it'll heal them up seven. Yes, but... yes. I remember you were telling me about wow. that monk. God. Oh, my God. Okay. How you, how you doing, Pippa? Do you need a, another another go? Oh, yeah. I hate to ask, but would you? That's what it's there for. How does this feel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like giving you the number and making Brax's voice. That's, uh, that's, I'm feeling, I'm feeling better. Uh, he looks up to, um, Manet. How, how about you, stranger? You're, you look pretty bloodied up yourself. I hate to ask, but I've used all my healing on myself, so if you could spare it. Uh, so, uh, that's for, uh, for Jess. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Eight. Odessa, where are you? Are you, are you injured? No, I'm, I'm fine. Are you guys Okay. Uh, that was a well-timed little explosion there. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I like to save the best for last. It's just kind of how I function. <laughs> Jim's just making best as he can, like little handgun symbols and throwing them up in the air like, pow, 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 pow. I step out from under the stairs and I say, yes, thank you. You saved my life. And who, not that I'm not grateful, but who are you? Oh, pardon me. I'm sorry. I did not introduce myself when I entered my name is Manette. Yeah, well, we were all a bit busy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, we are. We're all quite a bit busy. I had scimitar in hand as soon as I entered. I did get hit by a crossbow bolt outside. She sweeps her cape back and does a big bow and says, "Yes, I am Manette Serbanea. It is a pleasure to meet all of you." What do they see when they see this resplendent paladin? She is. Not typical of other paladins. She is a little bit patched together. Her pieces of armor don't seem to each fit her exactly. They're all different, all different colors, all different qualities. And um, she's wearing a ton of different colors in general as far as her clothing goes. She's wearing a big blue scarf and she has patches of orange and red and yellow. And she is dark skinned and she has this beautiful black curly hair. Who's playing her? She is played by Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Nice. One of my absolute Very faves. nice. Yes. I love her. And I could think of no one better. She's gorgeous. Yeah. So that's what they see when they first meet Manette. 
She's just imposing and huge, but kind of crazy looking because of her outfit. It's it's just not typical of a paladin at all. It's not what you picture when you think of a paladin. Pippa's immediate thought is that in return for saving their lives, she's going to buy her a new outfit. <laughs> <laughs> a death well, listen, thing <laughs> up on the balcony where she kind of like puts one arm down and like rests her chin in the other and is like, so like, what's your deal? Like, why are you here? <laughs> and now, yeah. Anyway, it was on. a valid question, okay? Sometimes it, it was. I'm... Your tone now is not the time. <laughs> you know oh, what? Abraxas totally remembers his manners. He's been practicing with Pippa, so he just kind of like a little bow. And then he looks to Pippa like, yeah, right? That's good. <laughs> she like pats him. It's just kind of a lot, just kind of like a nods. Like, yeah, that was good. Manette smiles and returns it at him. She's very charming Odessa's just him. like washing up from above and it's just like, I will buy him some meat later. <laughs> you get a treat, Abraxas. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> very polite. <laughs> I would love to know all of your names, but I mean, as far as uh, who I am, where I'm from, I'm, I'm traveling with a Varician caravan. That is, I am half Varician, and after discovering that side of myself, I decided to start traveling with them, and we've stopped in Heldrin, and I heard you all had uh, headed out here on a rescue mission and thought I would join you considering that uh, you hadn't returned in quite some time that was real astute of you thank you we were in deep trouble speaking of that rescue mission though we should probably continue it but oh, huh. uh, I totally I'm forgot Pippa. about Argentea <laughs> <laughs> yeah I am um, I definitely was distracted there for a minute yeah we should probably oh hey there's a map up here actually in case you guys wanted to uh, take a peek it is not my strong point to look at maps but take a peek at it yeah. uh, but yeah um, I'm Pippa that's Abraxas and uh that uh, gal with the big exploding fire thing. And the shit eating uh, grin. Odessa. <laughs> it's truly Hi. a pleasure to meet you all. And I wait. Oh, honey, you don't you don't know what a pleasure it will be later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so we're actually, you know, in in it behind enemy lines, so we'll talk we'll talk later. Map? Well, I would want to explain before that. There are dead bodies everywhere on the floor, full of loot. Oh, uh, if yes. You guys are interested. Abraxas will get on, um, he's going to crouch down really low. I mean, he's still going to be in man form, but he's going to be smelling around for Argentea. He, I'm anticipating her sense different. So past like gross zombies, nobles, like, you know, Pippa smells better than most people, right? I am assuming basement Absolutely. or weird trapdoor room. I yeah, would so, say that norm, if this was a normal empty room not full of undead, stinky undead, you would totally have no problem smelling it, but that smell is overwhelming. Um, so you don't smell anything of note, at least not yet. I will notify you if you do, though. Does Rokar look like a shitty nobleman? Rokar does look like a shitty nobleman. In fact, I can show you a picture of what Rokar, Rokar looks like. Okay, Minette is searching him already. Because she hates him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, he does look like a shitty nobleman. Oh, yeah. She was so happy to cut his head off. So these are the things that you find. You find a white furry coat. You also find an empty vial. Um, that was probably, you notice uh, Pippa on his sword is kind of like a green sheen that was probably mm. imbued with some kind of poison. You also find another vial with some kind of liquid inside of it. Uh, you find a masterwork studded leather, dagger, light crossbow with 10 bolts, a masterwork short sword, a wooden religious symbol. If I detect evil on it, I've stomped it to pieces. And that's a fr- that's, I just do that. I detect evil all the time. Do you want to know what it is? Uh, yeah, like what, what kind of evil it? symbol is it? So roll me a, roll me a knowledge religion. Cause I know you have that. Oh yeah, that's a 19. It is a symbol of Nor Gorber. Yeah, I, I have stomped it to pieces. Yeah, yeah. as I'm you should. Uh, yeah, that is some bad news mm-hmm. right there. You find masterwork thieves tools, and finally you find a ring of keys. Pippa's going to go ahead and take those thieves tools and the, the crossbow bolts just right off the bat, if that works for Absolutely. everybody. Yep. The, thing, the only thing I want to know is um, what is in that vial, and I can, can I do a spellcraft check? 
to do a spellcraft check. Okay, that's a 21. Uh, it's not magical. <laughs> so it's not magical. We've no... Does anybody have, like, a poison? Yeah, uh, Pippa's, Pippa's got an alchemy. Yeah, go for it. Oh, I also have alchemy. Yeah. 18. It is oil of taggett. Oh. Ooh, fun. fun. Okay. Real fun. Pippa's going to pocket that, too, if that's cool with everybody. You also do find on him 15 gold. Ooh. Right. And and then just a quick thing, because there's not gonna be you're not gonna find much on the zombies, but you do find an additional twenty gold. Okay. Great. Okay, so I as I'm checking yeah, Manette is going to be checking everything on his body and uh, is checking the cloak with a spellcraft check, and I rolled a nineteen total. Okay. I'll aid you for a plus two. Yeah, I made the aid plus two. Excellent. Okay. What this is is a cloak of the Yeti. Oh, uh, Dessa, that's all you. That The heavy cloak is crafted from a shaggy white yeti fur. When the cloak's hood is pulled up over the wearer's head, it takes on the semblance of, an, of its arctic namesake, Fearsome Visage. Northern warriors value its ability to ward against the chill of winter, oh, as boy. well as the protection it provides in combat. The cloak of the yeti provides constant endure elements effect cold, against cold weather. It does not work in hot weather, though. In battle, the cloak wraps around the wearer, granting a plus one natural armor bonus. In addition, when the hood is drawn over the wearer's head, the cloak grants a plus two confidence bonus on intimidate skill checks. Oh, that is so mine. You know what she loves? To be intimidating. And her wearing a giant fur coat is fucking her jam. (laughs) On point. (laughs) So wait, are we, do we agree that Odessa should have the giant coat? Oh yeah, that's the first thing once... Uh, Abraxas having conversation. Uh, Odessa, this is oh Odessa, this is right up your alley. R- this will protect you from frigid air. You'll be comfy, cozy. You'll love it. And it looks great. I came to help, so I literally just get hand out things. Like that's a good look on you. Oh, you know, thank you. I um, I know that this is gonna be you just trying to get me like that one step closer to dressing more like you want me to. I want you to remember that I'm cold. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So you guys want to go check out the map room? Yes. So you guys go upstairs to that room, and as I uh-huh. had noted earlier, let me. You see when you enter the room. Um, as I said, it looks like a pretty, it looks like a planning room. It's looked like where probably the High Sentinels met to make their plans and their routes for the day. And that's probably what they use the giant map on the corner for. Mm-hmm. But other than that, and you do see a room to, or a door to a, what looks like a kind of like a storage room. Um, but other than that, it's just a pretty standard room. Um, the map itself, like I said, you see scribbles on there talking about kind of the center of Braxis. You see the portal that says to Irisin on it. I knew it. What would you guys like to do? I would like to open that door. As you guys, as you guys start to walk up the stairs, Ten Penny Casey goes up. Oh my, you guys did a good, awful good job. Oh, now that it's quiet, yeah. you've come out of your hiding hole. I was never much made much for battling. I'm gonna go ahead and take care of these guys for you, though. I'll drag them out into the snow so the smell can go away. And she starts hauling the bodies out. Uh, you notice she has the mask over her mouth. At least she's good for something. Oh, God, I forgot they were all sick. Oh. Uh. <laughs> That's right. Everybody's sick here. Oh, don't we have? Didn't we? I think we, we all put some something over up. our mouths. Didn't yeah, we? I remember now. You guys took the rags, but you you didn't put them on yet because you weren't in the room where they were sick at. So. Okay. As you enter into the storeroom, you see dozens of small boxes, bottles, and papers fill the musty storeroom. A small iron cage sits on top of of a shelf emanating a flickering light like a candle. The flickering light is a small winter touch sprite. You can tell that being trapped in this cage is having adverse effects on the small fae with its luminosity waxing and waning. When he sees you first come in, he perks up. Hey! Hey! Hey, hey, let me out! Set me free! I promise I won't tell a soul! Yeah, I already, I've already Whoa, oh, no, 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 whoa, no, no. <laughs> So, uh, I'm detecting evil. It is evil. It is evil, evil. Listen, you pieces of shit better let me out. I'm going to cut your fucking head off. 
Hey, oh, how quickly they turn. You know what? You better watch your mouth or I'm going to cut your head off. I want to see you try and let me out of this cage and I'll take care of you. I will crush you with my bare hands. I swear on Kepri. <laughs> Bring it. Abraxas is going to switch to Sylvan. So he's normally like, rah, 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 and all of a sudden he's like talking like French. It's all like, it's very fluid and light. I'm picturing like freaking Lord of the Rings Elvish. Totally. So it's it's going to be weird for you guys as he transitions into it. But he's basically saying like, hey, maybe we could work out something, but you need to calm down. We have some heavy hitters over there. How about you calm down? Let's have a conversation and we'll talk about opening the cage later. Odessa is just imagining taking the cage and just like shoving it down into water and waiting until the bubbles stop. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He responds, the, the Fae responds in Sylvan. Okay. Your mother, dead. Your father, dead. Your entire family, dead. If you do not let me out of this cage. Shut your goddamn mouth. And I'm going to do an intimidate check. Okay, that's a 20, unnatural. That's a 20 on intimidate. Doesn't seem faced. All right, well, I'm going to stab it. Okay. It's evil. I'm stabbing it. This thing's not being cooperative. And he's like, I'm going to murder your dog, too. And all of a sudden, the blade just goes through his chest and he dies. Oh, okay. I didn't even have to roll because I, I did roll a 20 total. Uh, he's he's contained in a cage. You pretty much could just stab him over and over again. But I, So I'm just going to let it be quick. Like, he can't even move in the cage. It's like, it's not it's not chicken improved caging. He cannot stand up, turn around, and sit down. He just oh. can yeah, it's really tight gauging. That's strange. Well, <laughs> if we're quite done dealing with foul-mouthed little creatures, is uh, there anything interesting in here, or shall we move on to try to save the human people? Roll me a perception. So are the bandits not working with the fae? You know, I just... I'm just so sick of this shit. Woo! I rolled a 20. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you just fish that out from underneath your desk? From under my chair. Yeah, she li- <laughs> uh, you find a chest that was kind of hidden behind some some boxes. Do I detect traps on that chest with my 20? With your 20 perception, you do not see any traps. Wonderful. It is, however, locked. Uh, does that ring a key so we took off Rokar opening? You go through, you go through pedaling through the keys and trying and just one, and finally one opens and go, you hear a click. While this is going on, uh, I'm going to fill Manette in on, like, what they've discovered so far about, you know, how they traveled, the fairies, you know, the talking stag, their theories about creatures coming in from Irison, now confirmed with a picture of the portal, right? Yep. I knew it was a portal. Okay, mm. I guessed it was a portal, but that makes more sense. Do you want to know what's in the chest there, Pippa? <laughs> Yeah. I imagine uh, Jim is jumping over for joy, too, because he loves chess. He does. Uh, it is his favorite thing. You find three scrolls of lesser animate dead. Oh. Okay. Two doses of an, of an oil of some sort. Uh, a small lockbox containing 25 platinum pieces. Ooh. 150 gold, 180 silver pieces, and a blue quartz ice diamond. Wow. Braxis, you know that this is a very valued stone in Irison because your grandmother has one. Whoa. Uh, and that is worth 100 gold. Uh, you also find uh, stockpiled three additional oils that, um, if you guys roll a spellcraft, I can tell you what those do. And can I roll an alchemy? Or you can, does it have to be You an oil? can roll it for the two doses of uh, of an oil you found in another vial, but the, you also need to roll a spellcraft for some other stuff. You can take a 10, Abby. I'd let you take a 10. Oh, thank you. Okay. On the alchemy oils? Yeah, so it's uh, two doses of green blood oil. It's a poison. Okay. And the, what did you guys get on your spellcraft? 23. Uh, it is uh, three oils of magic weapon. Oh, that's wow. Th- that would have been great against a bunch of zombies, huh? Yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> All right, I vote that I go down into the basement, weird trapdoor place, because I, more than anything on this planet, Jim included, we both want to know what's down there. That's also where Pippa's going to want to go. Okay. I will go in the unentered room in the main area. I'm going to do a was. second uh, tour of the kitchen. 
Okay, well, we'll start with uh, Pippa and Odessa. You guys go down. Once again, uh, Roker's keys work to open it up with no problem. You see a half dozen boxes and barrels take up the majority of this underground cellar. A rough blanket lies spread out on the floor in the southeast corner next to a bowl of half-eaten food. There you see Lady Argentea sitting on the blanket. She looks a little worse for wear. I thought she'd be prettier. (laughs) She's actually just really messed up because she's been roughed up in in a dirty cellar. Despite her clothes in rags and the dirt of several days wallowing in this cellar um, in captivity, you can tell by her angry green eyes and fair high-colored complexion with flaming red hair that she would turn heads no matter how soiled and dirty her skin and clothes were. Have you come to save me? Well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of more of a happy accident, but you can come with us. <laughs> I thought I was the undiplomatic one. Damn. She just she thought she would be prettier. I don't know. Odessa's a little a little like disappointed. Pippa just kind of automatically kind of hates her. And then also her scam is already kind of ruined, so she can't even build, she can't even get money out of her at this point. So she's just kind of outside of like turning her in and saying like, look, we saved her. Mm-hmm. So she's just kind of, she's just kind of a little pissed. Well, while you guys are all kind of like in this exhausted, like, I just want this to be over moment. She's very excited. She's like, thank you so much for rescuing me. Tell me. Where are the rest of the Heldren Guard? Surely you did not come by yourself. You know, I'm feeling like yeah. you are really underestimating me right now. And like when I first came down here and was like, all right, we're here to save you. Fine, whatever. And now I'm like, mm, maybe we just leave you here. <laughs> this poor woman. What she, what she means is we did defeat all of these people all on our own. It was a, quite a hardship. What to... What might you be willing to give us for that? Odessa just kind of looks at you and is like, Oh, I see what's happening. (laughs) I'm sure there will be some reward offered for helping. I will do everything I can to make sure you are all serviced upon our return. Well, service now. Yikes. That that is extremely nonspecific, Argentea. (laughs) <laughs> Manette yells down the stairs Service cow <laughs> Well I have to see what what, what I have I, I have been out of it for several days um, I also have some very important information I must get to the Heldron City Council immediately So we really must make haste I need to get out of here And I need to get out of these clothes And she, she just, I mean that we can agree on <laughs> <laughs> Wow you guys are the shadiest the, the most throwing shade group. Didn't you have me? Didn't you have some extra clothes that we picked up not that long ago that we can give to Her Majesty over here? Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I think we picked up like an outfit at first. We can like, didn't we? Don't we have like I think- three? Aren't they hers? She's gonna recognize them. Going, hey, my dresses. No, I don't. I don't know if they were hers. I think they were like no, her they were her courtesans. Yeah. Oh. Her courtesans. Like ladies' maids. Or do you mean her ladies in waiting? Like her yeah, attendants. Yeah, her attendants. Because that's two very different yeah, things. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they are her courtesans. Maybe they're her court. I, I mean, mean, I don't I know. I just want a lot more willing to help her if that was true. <laughs> uh. Her harem. <laughs> she brought her harem with her. I love it. Um, so okay. Anyway, so you give Lady Argentea one of the 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 dresses. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. She is going to mm-hmm. go change and clean herself up in the planning room, and now you guys have a few more minutes to look around. Um, is there anything yeah. down in the basement? There's nothing in the basement. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> Well, there was a there was a there was a shitload of stuff in the storeroom upstairs. Fine. I mean, she's not. They're not going to keep their valuables down in the cellar where the where the keep the prisoner is, where the prisoner is. I was in the kitchen. So what did I find? What was the most delicious thing in there? You find some stag meat. Oh yes, I'm like double fisting that. So I'm walking out as they're coming up out of the basement. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm. so Adessa's going to go into the room and to Casey's okay. room. Uh, you do see a treasure chest in there. Who has the keys? Do I have the keys? I think it, I think Pippa has the keys. Uh, yeah. Pippa, Pippa, the key is in. 
I need the keys. You have the keys. I have the chest. All right, I'm coming in a minute. <laughs> I am impatient. I've been waiting. I'm still waiting. Pippa like throws the keys at her. <laughs> uh, the inside the chest, you see a healer's kit with five uses remaining. No, oh, that would have been incredibly useful earlier. A belt pouch with 25 silver pieces. Ooh, nice. A potion of lesser restoration. Okay. An elixir of hiding. Potion of pass without trace. Potion of spider climb. A tangle foot blood bag. Masterwork thieves tools. Ooh. And 50 feet of silk rope. And finally, because Manette is in Rokar's room, um, there's a chest in there. Do I need to... Pippa goes and gives her the keys. Oh, I need the key. <laughs> I yelled through the door. Hey, there's there's a chest in here. The chest currently holds a gold ingot engraved with a Talden royal seal with probably about 50 gold, a spyglass, a ring of the silver lady worth about 25 gold, three shards of tiger's eye gemstones, a fine pair of leather riding boots of elven make. A silver dagger. Uh, Pippa, roll me a perception check. Fifteen. You find a hidden compartment in its hilt containing one dose of some kind of liquid. Uh, a leather portfolio containing several pieces of parchment, including a scroll of endure elements, two scrolls of magic weapon, and a scroll of unseen servant. Wow. Cool. Can I do a spellcraft check on the spyglass to see if there's it, anything special about spyglass. it? It's spyglass. Spyglasses are awesome, okay. though. <sighs> you guys have cleared out, and just as that's done, Lady Argentea comes out from the up of the balcony, and she is looking much cleaner, and she's like, I feel like a new woman. And uh, Ain't that nice. Uh, she, Let's go. She looks over. She looks over to Tenpenny. Do us a favor and fetch us the horses out of the horse stall, and we should get going. I need to get to the city council. Excuse me. I believe we can get the horses ourselves. She just shrugs. Okay, I'll be out front when you guys are ready. And she heads out to the front door. Why don't you get your own horse while you're at it, <laughs> you spoiled bitch? Abraxas <laughs> goes to whisper to Piff. Was like, sorry. I thought. Is that like the noble greeting? I, I thought that was like a bow. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's um, she's got her own special way of talking to people. Okay. I, and and you should probably not follow her example. Okay. okay. I mean, I think it's. He bows to Lady Argentina like. That's much better. (laughs) So you all board on the horses, and some of you guys have to double up, but you have enough horses to get there, and you start going back through the border woods with great haste. You come through the forest, and you come out the other side, and you see this battle that that started this whole entire trip. And Pippa, you notice that your carriage is gone. (laughs) I guess that Euonia knew what she was talking about. I stand by what I said. Isn't... What do you mean? My... We were advised not to travel. It was a with nice it. carriage. It's it's gone. Wow. <laughs> oh, you had a carriage. I did. My my caravan. We passed through here. I believe we uh, adopted. Well, I am gonna here. need that back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can speak with our our Parisian caravan. I'm sure they'd be happy to relinquish it back to you. I would sure hope so, dear. After a second of discussion, I need all of you to roll me a fortitude save. Is it against the cold? <laughs> no. 25 for a minute. That is... 20. 21. 5. Oh no! <laughs> Pippa, you had been kind of ganning a little cough as you were coming through the forest. Before you know it, your face is blue. And we will see you next week. This is what I get for correcting your vocabulary, isn't it? (laughs) The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Pods production. I would like to thank Amy Hankinson for writing our wonderful theme song, Sirenscape, for use of their sound effects and music. 
Paizo for the wonderful Reign of a Winter Adventure Path and all of you listeners. Until next week, I am Dustin Alexander. You can reach me on Twitter at Dustin Alexander. I'm Abby. You can hit me up on Twitter at at Bonanza Famine. I'm Angel and you can reach me at Espinoza916 and that's E-S-P-I-N-O-Z-A 916. I'm Jessica and you can reach me at Hank the Clank on Twitter. I'm Kay, and you can read me at She's Lady Macbeth on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Okay, guys. We're going to bring out the real you. Okay, everybody, everybody, I need everybody to do something real quick. Close your eyes and take a big breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Okay, keep us on the rails, please. I'm going to be silent for 10 seconds and then I'm going to start. Oh my god. Right when we reached 10, I was gonna go. <laughs> Y'all had one job, folks. One job. Is this on the rails enough? That'll Fuck be the end all. of the episode. It's gonna be you. It's gonna be Dustin going. Let's be silent for 10 seconds. <laughs>